I know you're gonna dig this. Watch this. A lot of parents aren't making disciples of their children because they first have not become disciples. Discipling children involves intentional, everyday interaction. We're talking about changing the family's mindset, changing the family's culture, changing the family's generational dysfunctions. Family ministry is teaching parents and caregivers how to disciple their children every day. Hello, and welcome back to the Family Ministry Podcast, where we will be discussing various issues ranging from marriage, parenting, and faith. I am your host, Joshua Dubois. Today's episode is titled, Five Tips for Fatherhood. I remember clearly the birth of my first child. From the moment I was told my wife was in labor, To the day my wife and I were discharged from the hospital with a fresh new baby in hand. I felt so many emotions during that time. I remember feeling anxious that I might accidentally injure her delicate, fragile body. I remember feeling excited to fulfill my new role as a father. I also felt eager to show her off to all my friends and family. I also felt afraid that someday I might fail her. I felt proud, proud to say that I have a child. And I also felt blessed to have the first addition to our family. I am now 10 years into fatherhood. I often feel my role is devalued by society. Because a father's role has not been clearly defined, I sometimes feel incompetent in parenting and raising my children. I often feel like I'm not doing enough, but I don't know what else to do. If you're a father, maybe you can relate. What makes fatherhood most challenging is that I was raised by a single mother. Therefore, I had no blueprint to follow in regards to raising my children. My example of fatherhood was skewed, distorted, and inadequate. Since my father was not active in my life, I was deficient in handling conflict, processing my emotions, handling peer pressure, and the way I related to women. Unfortunately, in the secular world, the father's role has been minimized and dismissed for decades, maybe even centuries. However, researchers in child development, psychologists, and family therapists are now revealing loads of information regarding the benefits children receive when they have an active father in their life. For example, it has been reported that when fathers spend time stimulating their children with intense emotional highs, such as play fighting, spinning and flying children around the house, and imaginary play, children learn how to regulate their feelings better. Also, children and adolescents who had increased verbal skills, higher academic achievement, and higher cognitive functioning had fathers who were active, nurturing, and involved in their lives. Another finding is that girls who have an active father are better equipped to interact with boys more responsibly and develop better judgments about males. Also, they are better equipped to formulate and differentiate gender roles and characteristics. Additional research reveals that children with active fathers are more confident, have higher self-esteem, 
exhibit more courage, and have a higher stress tolerance. Now keep in mind, fathers can be physically present, but emotionally distant and uninvolved, which results in negative consequences for the child. Some of these negative consequences include fear of attachment and love. These children often struggle to connect with others relationally and emotionally. They also develop unstable moods that result in frequent arguments, insecurities, aggression, and blaming. And some even turn to chemical substances to minimize uncomfortable emotions such as anger, sadness, depression, fear, and humiliation. The reality is, fathers, we are role models. We help set the precedent for our children. We help pave the way for their future. We model for our children how to express feelings, how to use self-control, how to act when under pressure, how to handle conflict, what to value, and how to treat others. So let me ask you, what example are you setting for your children? As fathers, we show our daughters what to expect from a man. Also, we show our sons how to be a man and how to treat a woman, especially in the way we interact with their mother. So I want to give you five quick tips for fatherhood. Tip number one, be engaged. Be engaged by spending 10 minutes of one-on-one time with each child at least four days a week. Engaging in undivided one-on-one time with your child is imperative. They need to know and feel that you value them more than your career, car, sports, and video games. Tip number two, be attentive. Be attentive to your child's emotional talk. Don't dismiss their feelings of fear, sadness, and anger. Accept and validate their feelings. Telling them not to be sad, not to be angry, not to be scared only makes them feel dismissed and teaches them not to trust their feelings. So try to connect with them by telling them of a time you felt how they are currently feeling. Tip number three, be polite. Be polite to your children and their mother. Use phrases like please and thank you, yes ma'am and yes sir. This will help them feel important and valued. It will increase their self-esteem and self-respect. Remember, your daughter's self-esteem is closely tied to the way you treat her mother. So as a rule of thumb, treat your child's mother the way you want your mother to be treated. Tip number four, be interested. Be interested in your child's interests. Let them perform for you. Let them show off. Give them space to teach you something new. Look for opportunities to share in the experience of your children. When they are drawing, sit and draw with them. When they're playing dolls or cars, get on the floor and play with them. Watch a video or a movie that they really enjoy. Eat with them their favorite food or candy. Ask them about their best friend and inquire about their relationships. And tip number five, be stimulating. Be stimulating by hyping them up and getting your children excited. And this happens by play fighting, building a fort, or playing a game. Recently, I played hide and go seek in the dark with my children, and they absolutely loved it. I also purchased a checkerboard and found out that my six-year-old son was a beast at checkers. So I encourage you, fathers, help create positive memories, feelings, and experiences with your children by getting them emotionally stimulated. Fathers, keep in mind, 
that our creator, our God, also shares the title and role as a father. Jesus' model prayer, he says, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed or sacred be your name. And then in Romans chapter 8, verse 15, Paul says this. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Greek word Abba, Father, is used as a term of tender endearment by a loved child in an affectionate, dependent relationship with their father. It's the equivalent of saying daddy in reference to God. So because God shares his relational title as father with us, I believe that implies three things. Number one, as fathers, we can look to God as our model and how to raise and engage our children especially if our earthly father failed us. Number two, regarding fatherhood, God can relate and empathize with our frustrations and experiences as he is father over all humanity, overseeing disobedient and sinful children like you and I. And number three, we as fathers must never take our spiritual influence lightly. For better or for worse, we fathers cultivate our child's image of God. I have found that it is difficult for a child to understand and appreciate God as their father if they have unfortunate memories and experiences with us, their earthly father. I want to thank you for your time and for your attention. I hope this episode was encouraging, informative, and uplifting. Have a great day.